you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. And this is NFL Inside Report. It is the biggest day of my life right now to have him here to run this organization and be the leader of this organization on the field is going to be phenomenal. And uh, that's how I'm, I'm excited. And now, less than four years later, a swift fall from grace for John Gruden. Obviously, there is a trickle-down effect throughout this team that is now going to be dealing with the fallout from Gruden's resignation and the publishing of these emails, which tonight in the New York Times included Gruden using homophobic language. Of course, Carl Nassib, the first out NFL player to appear in a regular season game, currently on the roster. There were remarks about women, among other things. It became too much for John Gruden to believe that he could stay as the Raiders coach John Gruden in a stunning development out as Las Vegas Raiders coach tonight. For perspective on Gruden's bigotry, subsequent resignation, and the reverberations throughout the NFL, we welcome Judy Batista and Steve Weich. So, Judy, let's start with a very simple yet complex question. Ultimately, how did we get here with John Gruden resigning as a result of these emails? now that have come out in the language that was contained in them? This goes back a ways, right? I mean, there was a, an investigation into the workplace culture at the Washington football team. I know this is sort of Byzantine if you haven't been paying attention to it all the time. But um, as a result of that, uh, you, you know, the server was looked at, at in Washington and all of the emails from the employees there were culled. 650,000 emails. Um, and so once that investigation was wrapped up in July of this year, um, the law firm that did that investigation said to the NFL, hey, we're, we've got everything we need out of this batch of emails, but there's stuff in here you should look at because it doesn't pertain to the investigation, but uh, there's stuff that you might want to know about. Like this, you know, there's some problematic information in here. Um, so you should look at this. And so over the last few months, the NFL has had, uh, you know, senior executives sort of combing through those emails. 
and a report was given uh, to the commissioner late last week, um, and the raiders were alerted as well. And then some information was leaked somewhere along the line um, to the Wall Street Journal. And on Friday afternoon, they published a report with the one email that John Gruden sent about DeMar Smith, the chief of the players union, um, using a racial trope. So that was uh, Friday afternoon. And and the NFL basically left it in the Raiders' hands. They said, like, you need to, you're the employer. We don't employ him, league office. The team employs him. You need to handle this. And then things sort of went quiet, right? Like nothing happened. He coached on Sunday, which I think surprised a lot of people. And um, and then on Monday, there was another leak um, of many more emails that spanned a much longer period of time, about eight years. And that included, you know, homophobic language and misogynistic language. These emails, the reason they were captured was these emails were sent to Bruce Allen, who was the Washington football team team president and general manager. Um, and he was using his work email. Um, that is the email address, which is why this calling of emails was able to capture capture these. And that story was really problematic. And within a few hours, Gruden resigned. So that's how we got here. It's a little bit Byzantine, like how on earth did an investigation of the Washington football team, the only person who has gone down in flames so far, uh, never worked for the Washington football team. But here we are. Right. And Steve, as you look now, and I was listening to your conversation this week with Jim Trotter on NFL Now, and as all this news was coming out, What's your understanding of what was going on inside the Raiders building within, you know, the ownership and front office kind of conversations once they got their hands on the emails up until the resignation on Monday? Yeah, well, the thing is, they got all of the emails Friday, not just the Wall Street Journal email with the uh, the racist trope reference to DeMore Smith, the NFL PA head, but they had everything, all the emails that appeared in the New York Times article, you know, with Gruden exchanging complaints about players who protest against the national anthem, calling Roger Goodell homophobic slurs, especially for trying to protect players against concussions, topless pictures of Washington football team cheerleaders. They had all of that, right? And so the fact they did not act on it infuriated people at 345 Park Avenue. Like, hey, we're giving you the receipts right here. Your guy did some foul stuff. Are you going to do anything about it? They let him coach. Mark was dealing with all the email stuff. Uh, we were trying to prepare for a football game. Um, and then when we came out of the game and the rest of it came out, I think Mark was already in the middle of his due diligence. I mean, I don't think – I think he was trying to figure it all out. And, again, I, I know what the guy stands for, and I think he was trying to do the right thing. John Gruden came out with some very, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not racist responses to questions about this, but they were very dismissive. All I can say is I, I'm not a racist. I don't. Uh, I can't uh, tell you how sick I am. I apologize again to, to to D. Smith, but I feel good about who I am and what I've done my entire life. And uh, I apologize for the insensitive remarks. I had no, uh, you know, I, I, I had no racial intentions with those remarks at all. But um, yes, they can. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not like that at all. And you could see why he thought he could probably work his way out of this as the Raiders ownership probably did, because very few people have been held accountable for certain behaviors. And nobody really has been held accountable for some of this information that's been in this Washington football team investigation that resulted in a $10 million fine for owner Daniel Snyder 
and him being taken out of day-to-day activities. So he probably felt, well, hell, I can, I can, I'll take the public relationship. I'll still be able to coach the team, at least at the end of the season. But then it got too hot once it became public in the New York Times article, once his emails were leaked, um, and it became public and widespread and the pressure showed up. And there's no way John Gruden felt he could go into that locker room of diverse people with some of the things that he said and, and think he could lead them. So the pressure was put up, put up publicly. Um, because the internal pressure that the league put on the Raiders to say, we have this stuff, do something about it, that didn't take place. And Steve, I, I think it's clear that we understand that that these players and other coaches are professionals. Uh, they go about their job, you know, regardless of, of external circumstances and situations, but that doesn't, you know, exclude them from having feelings about what's happening. Have you got any understanding uh, of how that's being, of how this whole situation played out within the locker room and and elsewhere among uh, Gruden's then staff? Well, not yet. I mean, we saw initially how they just didn't come up and play well when they lost to the Bears this weekend. So, you know, were they distracted by that? Who knows? I mean, because a lot of times players compartmentalize. I've been, I've covered teams who've had coaches get fired or whatever in the middle of the season, usually because of losing, not because of some type of uh, public relations catastrophe like this has been. Um, but the fact that he is no longer in the building, okay, that's kind of a cleansing to some degree, but a lot of the assistant coaches are longtime allies. Okay, so if they come out lose to the Broncos this week, players might be like, yeah, I can't rock with anybody who rocks with him. Right. Right. They could come up with that type of excuse. Typically, you get a short-term kind of galvanization, like, hey, players, we're, hey, let's do this for us type mentality. We don't need that guy. If he really felt that way about us, I'm glad he's gone. But, you know, we'll see if things continue to go on a downward trend. Remember, they've lost two straight games. If all of a sudden that could be the fallback um, or if they've got just the type of character that can bounce through this, that's going to be the big question mark over the next couple of weeks. And then – the moving forward, you know, question is is a lot bigger than you know what's going to happen here, you know, this week for the Raiders, but more so, you know, once the season ends, and 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 we'll get into that as the as that time comes. But for right now, as as you see and as you understand it, Steve, with Mike Mayock being the GM there and being hired essentially by Gruden, uh, where does that whole situation sit as far as who's making decisions, who's running the team, and and that whole thing? Well, Mike Mike Mayak is, is running the team. I don't see a vacuum of leadership, okay? Uh, and I want to be really clear about that. Rich Bisacci is the best leader I've ever been around, okay? Uh, the players respect and love Rich Bisacci. So from that perspective... He and I are all in together on this, 100%, okay? We're three and two. And so any kind of conversation about what we're going to do after the season to me is premature. You're going to let this season play out. We're going to see what happens. And I'm going to back this son of a gun unequivocally. Remember, they had a complete wipeout of leadership right before the season started. Greg Bedane, the team president, um, and some other people, um, left under very mysterious circumstances, overall kind of business type of leadership. So it's Mark Davis and and Mike Mayock right now leading the team. Now, will Mayock be here to have a hand in hiring of the new coach? I doubt it. I think this is going to be a complete cleansing. I think Mark Davis has a lot of egg on his face about this. Now, he probably didn't know anything about this when he hired John Gruden, 
But remember, they did a sham Rooney Rule interview to get to Groot. He was their target the whole time. They paid him a $100 million contract over 10 years, the largest NFL con- coaching contract ever, because they wanted him so badly. And now he's got this. So I think this is going to be something where Mark, where Mark Davis, whose father had the most inclusive organization in all of sports going back to the 60s when the Raiders were in the AFL, I think he's going to take his time, be very thorough about interviewing diverse candidates for all positions, but trying to hire the right people. Remember, you got some big player contract issues coming up with Derek Carr, those types of decisions. So this is a massive, massive potential turnaround with this roster for a team that's pretty good. I mean, John Gruden, Mike Mack built a team that's a playoff caliber talent in a lot of ways. So this is a real crossroads for the leadership of this team. Yeah. And Judy, I'd love to get your perspective uh, on how this is perceived now from the ownership level with Mark Davis. I mean, you go back to 2018 and talking about this being the biggest day of his life, being able to, you know, successfully court John Gruden to coming back to the Raiders for a second time and then coming to the point, you know, three plus years later where he is now accepting John Gruden's resignation. And Steve brings up a great point about the history of the Raiders and what they have stood for and how this directly contradicts it. First of all, I suspect that owners on the outside are looking at this and thinking there, but for the grace of God, right? Like that's number one is, you know, thank like better him than me having to deal with this kind of nightmare. Look, it's an embarrassment to the league. There's just no question about it, right? To have this kind of banter being exposed by any organization is a, a bad, bad look for the league that has tried to do so much um, uh, about inclusivity and uh, has spent a lot of money and a lot of manpower on it. And so I, I think, um, you know, I think people in the league generally are just like, you know, like embarrassed and certainly not happy about what a debacle it is. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I certainly think that they think he did the only thing he could, which was to accept John Gruden's resignation. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think they're disappointed because this is, you know, this is a new market. Uh, Las Vegas for the NFL. Um, it's got a great new stadium. The team is exciting and had gotten off to a really good start early in the season on the field. And, you know, it's obviously just now burning to the ground. And and so I think there's just general disappointment there. But more than anything, I think the overriding feeling is just em- embarrassment and, you know, and, and anger. You know, people are upset that this kind of behavior was going on. I mean, particularly Steve brought it up. I mean, obviously looking at, you know, pictures of topless women who, you know, were Washington cheerleaders. I mean, that's just such a gross workplace violation that I think other people in the league are just, you know, shaking their heads at us. We've got to let Steve go now as he heads into the Raiders practice facility to cover a team in turmoil that also has to get ready for a divisional matchup with the Broncos on Sunday. Judy is back with us after this quick break for a look at the broader league reaction. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Judy, you had a line in uh, your piece uh, covering this, you know, layered story with John Gruden talking about how this directly contradicts the league's push to literally and figuratively inspire change and that a lot of that signage or, you know, seeing that out in the field and in the stadiums rings kind of hollow now. How does this latest incident, you know, reflect the league's position on all of this moving forward? Yeah, I mean, look, it certainly undercuts all of those public messages, um, uh, you know, at, through no fault of the people who have been doing the good faith work. And there are people in the league doing a lot of good faith work um, here. Of course. But, it, you know, let's not pretend that it's not undercutting the message to, to the general public, which only sees, you know, John Gruden's language and thinks maybe unfairly that everybody in the NFL thinks that way. Everybody in the NFL does not think and talk the way John Gruden did to Bruce Allen. We actually do have the full statements here that we'll share with everyone here. Here's the NFL's full statement saying the email from John Gruden denigrating Demora uh, Smith is appalling, abhorrent, and wholly contrary to the NFL's values. We condemn the statement and regret any harm that its publication may inflict on Mr. Smith or anyone else. The problem is that those are... Those were two, John Burden and Bruce Allen, really influential, powerful men in the NFL. I mean, Bruce Allen was a team president. He was in a hiring and firing position. John Gruden, at the time he was making these comments, was arguably the most high-profile broadcaster who was covering the NFL at the time. He was doing Monday Night Football. Right. Um, and, and then he became one of the star uh, head coaches in the NFL, as as Steve explained, like, right, the Raiders went crazy to get him in their pursuit. So it's hard for the general public who doesn't, you know, talk to head coaches and general managers every day like we do to, to recognize that, like, everybody doesn't think like this. But the NFL does have a problem because they're also not the only people who think like this. And they're certainly not the only people who are talking like this. We know that. Um, and so as long as we know that that attitude is still festering in the NFL. They've they've got to address it. Uh, you know, I mean, this this undercuts all of the good work they've done, um, and and they've done plenty. They they I thought when Carl Nassib came out this summer um, as the first openly gay player, a- active player in the NFL, I thought the NFL handled it beautifully, welcomed him. It was it was great. Yeah. Um, I think it's been great that they've hired more female game officials. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this this certainly makes their work more difficult to 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 get the general public uh, to recognize that this is not all just window dressing. 
Right. And of course it brings, you know, into question that is, that is, you know, persists more, you know, than, than just in football, which is, you know, the public face of acceptance and the private feelings of those that may not jive with that, which is essentially what we're seeing here with these emails, Judy. One of the things that struck me immediately was, right, Carl Nassib, um, who was welcomed um, as the first openly gay player, is a Raider. Carl Nassib. He and I spoke yesterday a couple of times, spoke again today. We're going to meet later this afternoon. He requested a personal day today. He just said he's got a lot to process. There's a lot that's been going on the last few days. And, of course, we support that request. Like, I could not help but think, like, what what is he thinking when he reads what his head coach said about gay players that they shouldn't be welcomed in the NFL, right? I mean, and how it, you know, how it probably directly contradicts what was said to his face. Right. So I, I just thought like, oh, like just on a one man level, that is just brutal, you know, and you feel for him. Um, but the bigger picture is, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, are, are we to believe now that none of this is sincere? Like, I don't believe that. I believe that there are people in the NFL, including Roger Goodell, who want the league to be more inclusive and more welcoming to uh, different types of people. Um, but, you know, they've, they've got some cleaning up to do here. There's no question about it. And it also brings into focus again, the investigation into the workplace misconduct with the Washington football team and how the end results of that investigation was handled. Was that, in fact, the end? Or or, are we going to hear more about this investigation now, Judy? Well, we're hearing more. Certainly the NFL, I assumed when they um, announced the results of those investigations right before the 4th of July weekend, I think they probably thought, well, we're going to release this at a time when everybody's on vacation and it'll be talked about for maybe a day or two, and then we'll never talk about it again. And they were right, right? Like it had disappeared. And now it's back, which they certainly didn't want. Uh, You know, and it is certainly casting light on, look, at the time, I thought they should have been much more transparent about the investigation. Don't forget, there's no written report. They specifically told the lawyer who did the investigation, do not give us a written report. We want it delivered uh, verbally only. And they said at the time that was to protect uh, the accusers. But, you know, look, it's hard not to believe that they are protecting other people, too. Um, And... Uh, you know, basically their message when they delivered the, the report to, to the public was, you know, take our word for it, right? It just just believe us. We've gotten to the bottom of this and, you know, we've punished the appropriate people. And it's like, well, that that's just not going to fly. And even at that time when that happened, I thought this is somehow going to come back to bite them. You know, there's no way that this is the last we hear uh, about it. And, you know, and here we are where it's coming up again. Having said that, I I don't know if we're ever going to get more um, from that investigation. I assume that there are uh, that there were lawyers involved in making the decision to not make any of this public. That we're not going to see a written report the way we saw uh, written reports from previous investigations done by the NFL. Um, and so I, I don't know that we're going to get more unless there are more leaks of the emails that are part of the investigation. Judy, thanks so much. And when we come back, consequences from Gruden's actions not limited to his resignation. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. John Gruden guided the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to their first Super Bowl championship in franchise history. As such, he was recently inducted into the team's ring of honor. But following these troubling developments, that distinction has now been discarded. Within the past hour or so, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Gruden's former team, announced that it is removing Gruden's name from its ring of honor. The team released a statement that said, in part, while we acknowledge John Gruden's contributions on the field, his actions go against our core values as an organization. And as for the league's investigation into the Washington football team workplace misconduct, new calls now for transparency. The NFLPA plans to request that the NFL release the rest of those 650,000 emails gathered in that investigation. And as Tom Pelissero has reported, the league has no plans to release those emails due to confidentiality concerns. That's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. But we are back with you on Friday with another look ahead into week six in the NFL, where the only undefeated team in the league takes the field once again. The Arizona Cardinals getting set for a showdown with the Cleveland Browns and our James Palmer with insight on how the Cardinals were built and how some additions this year have proven more valuable than even the team initially thought. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.